welcome to Path to Kingdom. You are the first interviewee uh, we have on this show. And uh, Luke Ren, could you please introduce yourself to listeners and watch us? Welcome, everybody. Uh, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for having me, Jack. And for those of you that don't know me, I'm a, I'm a thought leader, a speaker, a, a father, a husband, and, and, uh, and a business coach, mindset coach, that uh, I've been lucky enough to be an entrepreneur and own many businesses as well. And, and just celebrate life. I lead from a place of love. And uh, I think the world needs that right now. I think we all need to come together. Love, love brings us together and fear divides. And we have a world living in a lot of fear right now. So I'm excited to share with you any nuggets I can today that might help you not only get further, faster down the road, but enjoy the journey along the way. Because the current time is called the present because it's the true gift that we want to make sure we're not wishing for another time. Even with some uncertainty and craziness yeah. going on in the world right now, the current time is still a gift. There's people that don't wake up every day, and we did. So I'm glad to be here spending time with Jack and everybody listening today. Well, it's great to have you, and, and thank you already. You're dived into some good inspirational advice. One of the things that I wanted to do in these interviews is to bring kings and queens, people who built their kingdoms, and who are willing to open up a little bit just so that they can inspire and show what's under the hood to those who, you know, I often many people think about growth. They think you have to be a totally different human being and that those who have achieved growth or achieved success, they are just totally different race of humans somehow. But it's not. It's a growth process. What's your story with that? Yeah, absolutely. I'd tell everybody on there. I mean, I think it's easy for, for any one of us, even myself included, to get in our heads and think, oh, well, they got this or they had this or they've got this special quality. And, you know, everybody out there, a little bit about me is I came from very humble beginnings. I mean, I grew up in a town of 300 people. We had a, we had a, we had a very loving home. I, I grew up when I was very young, very poor in money, but rich in love. I was blessed with two incredible parents, but to give you the idea of our, of our wealth is the, the home that I spent the majority of my childhood in, we had one of the rooms in the basement that still had a dirt floor. You know, we had train tracks in the backyard, uh, but I never felt poor um, because I grew up so rich in love. I always knew I was loved no matter what. I grew up with foundational Midwest values here in the United States and, and parents that, you know, it always told me, Luke, Lucas, you can do anything you want. You can do anything you put your mind to. Everybody puts their shorts on the same way. Nobody jumps into them. They put them on one leg at a time. And um, so blessed to grow up with that foundation of, of hearing every day that, that I was loved, right? That no matter what, you'll always find a way. Things will always work out. Everything happens for a reason. And I think the key to, you know, sometimes people go, oh, I want to be a king or a queen, right? We hear that nowadays and we see that on social media and, you know, it's like the song said, everybody wants to be a billionaire. But the thing is, is if we're feeling not enough when we don't have all the fame or the money or, or, or the achievements, when we get the fame, the money or achievements, we'll still feel not enough when we get there. Yeah. And so I, I really believe in, you know, path to a kingdom is really start on your inner self you know, get, getting really clear. There's four areas that I tell everybody, if, if you, when you succeed, you want to enjoy it and celebrate and not just feel the achievement, but the fulfillment, it's start with the foundation. And, and I know that some people listening to this go, well, that's not the sexy answer or strategy I was looking for. And I think, uh, especially uh, with what's going on around the world right now, fundamentals are going to win the game. Fundamentals are going to get you get you through these times in a really good way. And it doesn't matter whether it's a sport, it doesn't matter whether it's business or matter whether it's life. If you stick to foundational fundamentals, you win the game. What it's are the four foundational fundamentals? Yeah, so, so when, I, when I think about it is you gotta, right now is a time that when you think of, if you wanna, if you wanna path to your kingdom, number one is go to work on yourself. And I think that starts with self-love self-care, taking care of you, realizing that being happy has nothing to do with achieving, that being happy has nothing to do with how much money you make, that being happy has nothing to do 
with what car you drive or how big your home is or, or, or how popular the friends you are that the friends are that, you know, and, and, and see, we, we live in a world that, that thinks, Oh gosh, if I, you know, I'm sure everybody out there has felt at, like this at one time. I know I did it. Gosh, if I just, you know, if I, if I get this, if I achieve this, if I make this, if I have this, if I, if I do this, then I'll be enough. And if I'm enough, then I'll be loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what, how much we make, what we go do, what we go achieve, that will not fill the void of not building a loving relationship with yourself. It sounds so, to me like you're saying, if you want to be king, don't run yes. in a rat race. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people out there have heard of the circle of life. And I, I redrew the circle of life with a, with a donut hole in the beginning, in the middle, saying that all the pieces of life stem off of self-love. See, because our truest power is love. Because what brings people together is love. What people crave ultimately is love. What makes people feel full and enough and powerful is love. It gives stronger, the strongest meaning to anything is love. And and right now in a world full of fear, if people haven't done their self-work on self-love, and learn how to, to build a greater relationship with yourself and love and accept yourself and celebrate your faults and your strengths, your, your weaknesses and your strengths, and know that they're both meant to be there. Be aware of them and love yourself regardless of the mistakes. And, and because then you can come from such a place of certainty and connection when you, when you work with others, speak with others, and go to work on life you'll know no matter what, you're loved. You won't feel like, oh gosh, I'm not enough. And you're if that not desperate, that fear isn't in your eyes, like, please love me, please accept me, please. Yes. Which is a huge pressure to put on other people. But uh, this is actually maybe interrupting the, your train of thoughts. First of all, I'm so glad you're my first guest. <laughs> I know you have, from working with you, we were eight days in Fiji. It's a huge amount of information that is like so valuable. Uh, I got from you there. And I'm, I'm really, really blessed to have you in the space um, leading the way. You mentioned earlier, you said, in my upbringing, I had a lot of love. Not so much money, but a lot of love. And that is a huge basis for it. And what we see in today's world, that people who did not have that, who had pain, who had maybe abuse, or uh, honestly, often, sometimes it's love, but not in the way we need it, in the way that... It, our parents were just at that level and that's all they could give. And we saw the lack as trauma. So there's a mixer in there. How would you say to those people, how would you, how would you go about building that basis infrastructure of love, self-love, inner love, inner acceptance? Yeah. Number, number one is if, is if your childhood wasn't exactly what you wanted or it wasn't the way you thought it should be or you didn't have the love that you thought you know, others had, is accept and make peace with your past. I think oftentimes it's very easy for us to look at our past and hang on to it and see. Can you give us an example from your life where you accepted and made peace? Because we hear these words and they sound beautiful, but sometimes very hard to exercise. Absolutely. So I'll I'll give you an example. I'll get there. Um, But the thing is, is a lot of times it's easy to hang on to what happened today when we get to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or hang on to something that happened last year or a decade ago or two decades ago. And it's going to affect the way we live in the present. And what I mean by making peace with that past is, you know, I believe that everything happens for a reason. It's the meaning we attach to it. I've worked with people that, you know, I had friends that maybe didn't have the amount of love or certainty I had from from my parents at home, but they had more money than me or everybody you know, you can't change your situation or the cards you've been dealt in life, but what yeah. you do have the power over is the meaning you attach to them, you know? And what I mean by that is, you know, somebody that grew up with a rough childhood where maybe there was abuse and say there was two brothers. One, you know, if, if he grew up in abuse and, and, and alcoholism, he, one, one, one child grows up and drinks and and continues the abuse. Why? Because it happened to him. The other child grows up and never drinks alcohol and never abuses or disrespects anybody because 
it happened to him and he didn't want to continue the pattern, right? It's, it's the meaning we attach to things and see the, the biggest thing about if your childhood wasn't exactly what you wanted or things in life haven't worked out the way you wanted to this point, we are all the narrator of our life, meaning we have the ability not to change the past, but the story of how we, how we impose the meaning of the past. That's beautiful. That, we have the power to impose the meaning on that. Yes. When you look at Oprah Winfrey, she had a very rough childhood. But out of that pain, she created the need to go help as many people as possible and became one of the most influential people on the planet. Mm-hmm. And she had an incredibly tough childhood. I don't think there's a woman that has been more influential than her. You know, I'll give you another example. Tony Robbins. For 43 years, he's, he's been obsessed about helping other people. He had a very rough childhood and he didn't want anybody to be in pain. He wanted to help anybody from feeling pain. And out of that pain came so much good, a force for good. And see, there's things that don't work out. Like, you know, um, I remember when my daughter Faith, you know, she was born with aortic stenosis. And uh, that was hard to take to go, oh my gosh, something's wrong with her heart. And she needed heart surgery at six weeks old, which was tough, but it was easier to take because she didn't know what was going on. Thankfully, it went good. But then at seven years old, she had to have heart surgery again. And when you when you holding your daughter and you have to bring her into ER and she goes limp in your arms and you have to lay her on a surgical table, there's not a feeling in the world that's worse than that. No. Now I have the choice to go, oh, poor me, poor her in that situation. But I controlled the narrative and I said, sweetheart, I said, you're going to be fine. I managed your state coming into it. And when she came out of it and it went well, I said, you faced death twice and kicked its butt. You've got a spiritual muscle that other kids your age don't have. That's an you have amazing friend. On life that others don't have. This is such a gift. This is not a setback. This is not a limitation. This is a gift of how precious life is. That you never take it for granted. Oh, these things happen to me. Why do these things happen to me? It's like, oh yeah, I've kicked death's ass twice. It was a gift. Some people go, oh, I grew up with nothing. It was the greatest gift that I didn't grow up rich right from the beginning. It was great that that we had to find a way to have fun without fancy things. So you realize you didn't need the fancy things. But then my father worked harder and created a better life as we went. He taught me that work ethic, that if if you're willing to go to work, you can create a better life. That was a good model. See, like everything in our past has has a very empowering, meaning gives us better meaning and energy and force or disempowering. It can take away our energy and allow us to limit ourselves. See, that choice is up to us. I don't know what has gone on in your past, whether it was positive or negative in your mind, but in a matter of a second, you can change the narrative if you look at it and go, how can I utilize that? How can, instead of letting the situation use me, how can I utilize the situation by attaching a strong, empowering, positive meaning to what happened? Not making it right, not making it just, but just allowing to use, allowing us to use what cards we've been dealt instead of blame, shaming, or complaining of them. Yeah. Because the world is, the world is not fair. Huge difference when you do it this way. Yeah, the world is not fair. There's, I'm not saying it's right or wrong what happened or just or unjust. There's unjust things that happen. But if we challenge ourselves to control that narrative, we get empowered instead of disempowered. And when unjust things happen or if, we, if you had rough situations in life, like going through that with my daughter twice builds a different level of spiritual muscle and, 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 and perspective on life that I would never have without it. So it's easy to be grateful for the good times of our life. It's how can we get grateful and control the narrative in the adverse or negative situations that are, that come our way. See, that's, that's what truly gives us power. And to me, that's a decision. That's not something that's a lot of people, I think, think of gratitude and love as there are things that forces that will just, wash you and drive you forward and you'll have to feel them and they seek that 
force that uh, um, tsunami to take them in. Oh, I want to be covered with gratitude, but it doesn't happen this way. It's sometimes, more often than not, it's a decision to just mm-hmm. stop and notice and decide what am I going to, how am I going to narrate this? How am I going to give myself love right now? What mm-hmm. are the things that I can be grateful for? Just your brain doesn't stop. We've, we've talked about this. The brain is uh, there for your protection. It does not stop say, ah, let's stop protecting each other and just looking at things to be grateful about. It doesn't do that. Absolutely. But these are the things that drive you forward. So what is number two? You know, there's, there's four things that I recommend. So number one is self-love, right? Like that's where we've all got to start and, and taking care of ourselves, giving ourselves self-love. But then part of that is in that self-love process is there's four simple things. Number one, every day you get to wake up and decide who you are. What are the words you're going to put behind? I am. Every day I wake up, I say, I am love. I am passion. I am blessed. I am relentless. And I'm a gladiator. And I won't say the F word out of respect, but I say it with a little juice. Yeah. Right. And, and I have more I am's than that in each category of life. But those are my five fundamentals that remind me who I am every single day that give me that resolve that it doesn't matter what others say about me, what others think about me, because I am clear in my resolve internally that it does not bother me what others think because I am clear and understand and know who I am. And that's powerful because it gets your focus and the meaning and the narrative in your day around those points. Yes. And so number one is, who are you? Number two is, What are you about? What is it that you're about? Like my life is about adding value to others, helping people go further, faster, have them create a bigger meaning on life. Enjoy the moment, live in the present, have fun or you're doing it wrong. Help them enjoy the journey that it's not just about your business making more money. It's why are you working? What are you working for? Helping people live their best life. That's what I'm about. So when I wake up and I say those I am's and that, that what I'm about, I, I start getting juiced, if you can tell. Yeah, and then I go, I what's tell. my vision? What's my vision? I want to utilize technology and electronics in the digital world to go, how can I help more people? How can I leverage my time to help people exponentially for such a small cost that the value is extenuatingly high? How can I get people the knowledge I've acquired over 25, 42 years on this planet, over the last 25 years immersed? in coaching, self-development, business, how can I help them more so everyone can afford coaching? So everyone can get move further, faster down the road, but enjoy the ride, enjoy the process, trust in the process that everybody's timing's different. You're not behind, you're in the right place. See, and then I say that vision, then I get more excited. Of course, and then I, I finish up by why do I do it? Why do I do it? Because I want to provide a great life for me and my family. I want to show people what's possible. I want to enjoy life. And it's not what you get. What you get lasts a while. What you give lasts forever. So why I do it is because if I give of all myself to the world, I'll have such a level of fulfillment that I'll never worry about not being enough. Then when it creeps in there, I go, are you kidding me? You're able to help others enjoy their life and live fuller and do more. And, and so you go on a rant of why. I could go on a rant for an hour. Why I do what I do. Why I am who I am, what, you know, what I'm about, what my vision is, and why that's important. Those are the four things. Write those down. You know, who am I? What am I about? What's your vision? Without vision, people perish. What's your vision? you got to keep it close. You, you, you don't want to get your vision any farther than a book you're reading away because the farther it gets away from in front of you, you could lose your motivation. You could lose sight of why you're doing what you're doing, and that's the fourth one. Why do you do what you do every day? See, that's the juice. That's the fuel. Reasons come first. Always. Always. Now well, the fuel. You're for clear them. on those four things and you've started with self-love and you get clear in your identity of who you are. You know what you're about. You know your vision and you know why you're doing it. You start the day with a different resolve. And in this world where so many people have, have been living busy distracted and disconnected worrying about what everybody else is doing on Twitter or TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. 
You don't worry about that. You live your life your way. You get to, we each get to decide that in today's world, how you want to live. Don't worry about others. Worry about yourself. You want to be a king of your own kingdom? Be a king today, not tomorrow. Don't be a slave to circumstance. Don't be a slave to yesterday. Don't be a slave to fears and imaginations. It's, it's really beautiful. Thank you. I actually, uh, in my coaching, I always focus on vision. I, I think it's incredibly powerful where people go and get out of their house and they want to go to a destination. They usually picture what they want out of it. They picture why they, but sometimes about our own lives, we forget to do that. We immediately think, I just want more. And that's so vague and so distressing for the, for the brain. I want happy. What does that mean? How do you live in that happiness? What are you doing in that happiness? And why are you doing it? This is a fuel. If you think of a clear why, and it's clear, and there are some questions in coaching, you know, of course, about the seven levels of why, where you just dig why, why, why. And at the root of it, you have the power source for anything that you want to do. I, I, I love this. So you, we said work and self, and I like how you categorize it into four points. What's number two? That, that's the four things. That's the four things that's the key to becoming the king, you know, the, the, you know I, I love the path to the kingdom yeah. is most people want to get to a certain place instead of get clear on who they are. If you start with you and you build yourself. They want the place to define them? And you build your identity every day and people go, but how often do you need to do this? as often as you want to know who you are. Like this is a daily, this is a momentary thing. If you forget, you remind yourself, right? Who are you? What are you about? What's your vision? And why is it important to you? See, those four simple things, having the resolve of that, that's what makes you the king of the kingdom. That's what makes you the queen of of, of the castle. Not, Not going, oh, I did this or did that. I don't care what people do. We're in a world where people go, oh, I do this. And their identity is attached to what they do. No, I want to know who are you? Not what you do for a living. See, what you're about will tell me who you are. Who you are will tell me what you are. What's your vision will tell me who you are. Why you do it will tell me who you are. Well, but we want to tell everybody what we do. See, and, and the key, the is I think, and if you want a path to the kingdom, it's building your resolve that you have this energy and magnetic presence about you because you took the time that most people don't take the time to do. That's why most people don't ever have their kingdom is they're so worried about what they got to get, achieve, go, do. What's the secret strategy, the secret sauce? And, and they, 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 they go chasing shiny pennies. They look for an easy way to get to where they want to go. And we got to realize it's a journey. We just got to keep going. But the most important piece is, are we starting with ourselves? Are we loving ourselves? Are we, excuse me, are we reminding ourselves every day? You're more than enough. You're loved unconditionally. You're doing great. You're in the right place. Just focus on the next step. Don't worry about it. You're not behind. You know who you are. You know what you're about. You know what your vision is. You know why you're doing what you're doing. And you know what? People go, what if that changes? Update it daily because you should be doing it daily. And you're leading you know into my next Life season. will evolve. You will be different five years from now, hopefully. Right? Because we're going to continue to learn and grow and evolve because either you adapt and adjust or you become extinct. You become a dinosaur. So the name of the game in today's world is to remain flexible and open. Adapt, adjust, continue to take action. And well, how do we know it's the right action? Every time you're ready to, to, to get flexible, adapt, adjust, and take action, remind yourself who you are, what you're about, what your vision is, and why. And you'll always find that the decisions will work out and some won't. That's just life. So See, not everything's supposed to work out. We've got to be okay with that. Hmm. You often said you remind yourself, do this, look at them, think about them. And um, in the program of Path to Kingdom, we talk about ritual, a ritual that someone does fairly on a daily basis. I usually don't do anything on Sunday. This is my complete free day. And sometimes Saturdays, it depends on what's going on. But five days a week, I actually follow a ritual 
that programs me, that allows me not to lose myself and what I'm about and my meaning and how I see myself, my identity, because it can easily be affected in a world where there's TV that shows you so many different people and you subconsciously compare yourself in a world where people can see different aspects of you. And they say, oh, I see you as green and I see you as blue. And, and, and they all talk about the one color that they see. But, and sometimes we forget that we are very much complex, beautiful colors that maybe others don't see all the time. So what kind of ritual do you have that allow you to embody these four points in your life? Yeah, I mean, I have, I have a crazy amount of rituals and we've all heard people share their rituals. And one thing I'd remind people before I share mine is mine have evolved and grown over my 42 years, right? Mm -hmm. I started really getting very clear on my rituals when I um, got into self-development when I was 17 years old. And so I've been focusing on these for 25 years. So I'll share my fundamental ones that I really believe, you know, I, I want to get to everybody, you know, our rituals and our habits, we decide and, and choose those. And if we do, if we do a few simple things, then they build us right? We, we develop our habits and then our habits develop us. It's, it's not what you want to do. It's what you do daily that will That's determine your future. That's very beautiful. And, and so every morning when I wake up, I, I call this my one, two, three. Um, every morning when I wake up, regardless where I'm at in the world, what day it is, it does not matter. I breathe deeply. I do deep diaphragmatic breathing where I inhale for 20. I hold for 40. It's or inhale for 10. It's called one, four, two. So I inhale for 10 seconds, hold for 40 and exhale for 20. So now if somebody's new at this, maybe they're going to do, maybe they're going to do half of that. Inhale five, hold for 20, exhale 10, but it's called one, four, two. That's the pattern. And as I'm breathing deeply, I just keep my eyes closed. I don't even get out of bed. I'm, 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 I'm laying comfortably in bed. And, and this is what starts to fuel my cells every day and give them energy is as I'm breathing deeply and giving my body that oxygen as I wake up, I just keep my eyes closed and I flood my mind with everything I'm grateful for. Everything mm -hmm. I'm blessed to have. All the moments of joy, all the moments of achievement, all the moments of love, all the magic moments, all the funny moments, like anything I can think of that I'm grateful for. I used to say, I think of three things I'm grateful for. I go, well, I've got hundreds. I'm not gonna limit myself to just three. So I do that breathing for, for maybe three minutes and just flood my mind with gratitude. And by the end of that, I'm so excited to just jump out of bed that life is blessed and I'm so lucky to be alive at this moment in time. And then what I do is I get on my rebounder. And while I'm on my rebounder, I do power breathing that I learned from an old Tony Robbins audio where it's inhale four times forcefully through your nose and exhale powerfully through your mouth. It looks something like this. Yeah. He does that when he's walking. While I'm on the rebounder. Yeah. Then while I'm on the rebounder, that's the rebounding is the third thing, but I'm telling you what I do while I'm on it, so I double up, double down, yeah. and it doesn't take any more time. So I rebound for maybe two to five minutes, and while I'm doing that, I do that, that forceful breathing, four inhales through the nose, four exhales through the mouth. And then... Once I feel supercharged, you'll literally just go, you'll feel euphoric. Then I remind myself who I am, mm -hmm. what I'm about, what my vision is, and why I do what I do. And by the time I get off that rebounder, I'm ready to light the day on fire. And then what I do, I'll give you one more thing. The fourth thing I do is I go over in the mirror and I look myself in the eyes. Sometimes I say it quietly. Sometimes I look at myself and say it to myself. Sometimes I say it out loud. Sometimes I'm playful in how I say it, but I just look myself in the eyes and I'm like, get ready, get ready, baby. Cause today is a great day and we're going to bring it. We're going to bring our best today. We're going to do some incredible things. We're going to get after it. We're going to fail at some things and be excited to fail. We're going to make some mistakes and we're going to be excited to make those mistakes. We're going to take whatever comes at us, remain flexible, adapt, adjust, and continue to take action into it. So get ready, baby, because we're going to bring it. And I give myself a free coaching session, look at myself in the eyes, and I get done with it. I'm like, wow, whoever that coach was, he was great, man. He, he got me fired up. I'm ready to go. My body's vibrating. My cells are full of oxygen. I feel great. And, and that, that all takes five to seven minutes. 
So I know I hear a lot of people do, oh gosh, these advanced routines. And I have, a, I have other things, right? I, I work out daily, whether it's, you know, weightlifting or cardio or functional or yoga or whatever every morning. And, and, and there's different things I do, biocharging and, and, and flexibility and, and, and Agoscu and all these. I have advanced things I do, but I think it's important for everybody listening to this. If you're not doing anything, you do those four things, the world changes in the next 30 days. The way you look at things changes. The way you show up changes. Everybody has seven minutes. If you don't have seven minutes, you don't have a life, right? You, you, you can set your alarm for seven minutes earlier if you're hungry for more in life. If you truly want a path to the kingdom, you got to have a one, two, three in the morning. You got to have a way that go that realizes I'm, when I'm in my bed, I'm in park. So what's going to shift me into first gear? Then how am I going to get to second gear, third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear? And how do I put it in overdrive and light the day on fire? Yeah. And one of the most important things throughout the day, when we talk about routines is how are you going to reset throughout the day? Meaning most people just try and drive throughout the day and they wonder why they're exhausted at the ah, end so of the day. So you do things during the day where what? you take breaks and recharge. Your pit stops throughout the day, taking moments to deep breathe, taking moments to stretch, taking moments to just slap your body, wake yourself up, yeah. go rebound, go for a walk, drink a big glass of water, call a friend, tell him a joke and hang up, call your mother, tell her how much you love her, call your brother, tell him how much you love him, call a friend, tell him how much you love him. Pick things, anything that changes your physiology, your focus, or, or attaches a great language and meaning to something, and, and, and use it as a reset. See, we try and drive throughout the day, and we're exhausted at the end of the day. Just like a car in a race, the fastest car doesn't win. The car that pits most effectively wins. Races are won in the pits. The car that doesn't let its tire pop, they know when to change the tires. See, we got to check our tires and our fuel throughout the day and make minor adjustments to be staying at peak. Keep that tank full. Don't let it get to 70% before you put fuel in. Fuel throughout the day, recharge throughout the day, reset throughout the day. I call it the four R's. They're so important daily and supercharge them on the weekend. Reset, reset yourself, recharge yourself, refuel yourself and rest. So that every day, every week, every year, you're bringing your best, not 90% of your best, your best. You don't need to drive 10,000 miles before you fill up on gas, you run out of gas. But we, we try and do this in our lives, in our business, in our families. You've got to reset, recharge, refuel, and rest on a regular daily basis. So that every day you wake up looking at the eyes and get ready. I'm bringing my best. Get ready. We're going to have fun today. I'm bringing my best. And you can say it with conviction because you're charged. I like how you connect them, uh, Luke, with your morning routine. So you do your morning ritual. And within the day, you exercise that ritual because you're, you said, look, I start with love, loving myself, giving that to myself. And then under, I do this in this specific way. And then during the day, you are bringing joy and love to other people. And that kind of connects you and recharges you as well. Yes. And, and why I start with gratitude is here's the thing. We're all guilty, even myself at times, that we can catch ourselves in our head feeling we're not enough. 100%. And if we feel we're not enough, we won't feel loved. Yeah. If we're not enough, we won't be loved. And then it's a cycle of us not feeling like we're enough and that we're not loved. And it's easy to get down on ourselves and start beating ourselves up. Let's yeah. see, if we start with gratitude, where we start feeling that we're not enough is where we get in our heads and we think, I don't have this. I'm not making this. I haven't achieved that. I didn't have this for a childhood. I didn't have that. They had this. I didn't have this. We start thinking in scarcity versus abundance and gratitude. See, gratitude is what makes us feel like enough, where we realize that anytime I have a really bad day, and I've had some doozies. I've, I've had days where I've lost more money than I thought I'd make in my life. I've had times where I made a lot of money and I lost it all. And, and I can tell you, I was just as happy when I lost it all. I was actually more excited because I had to rebuild it and that would take some growth, right? And, and the thing is, powerful. if we put it in perspective that whoever's out there that you think you're having a bad day, what's your problem? Seriously, what's, what's your big problem today? Because two thirds of the world lives on $2 a day. Yeah. Somebody 
is just hoping to get clean water today. What's your problem you're worried about? See, I tell that. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to myself at the same time. This I, is what I do to myself. I put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. See, because I've had the gift of having to hold my daughter as she went limp in my arms and lay her on a surgical table, not knowing if she'd wake up. That's a bad day. Every day since that day has been an incredible day. That's a bad day to me. I'm going to worry about the life of my daughter, the life of my wife, the life of a friend. That's a bad day. Things didn't go as I wanted today. Big deal. Go to the mirror, say, great job. What went well? What could I have done different to move the needle or learn today? And reset. Tomorrow's a new day. Get some rest. Get some rest. Go get grateful. Get to bed. Get some rest. And we're going to wake up tomorrow. And no matter what, it's a new day. You get you get another chance tomorrow. So so get yourself some rest and get up and let's go then tomorrow. Right? And 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 so at the end of the day, as much as it's important to have a routine at the beginning of the day and rituals at the beginning reset throughout the day so you're doing pit stops so that if every hour imagine if every hour you took one to two minutes to breathe stretch you know cup your body do some vibration foam roll you know do some jumpy jacks couple burpees a walk call a friend laugh and do multiple resets make a menu of resets Mm -hmm. and you do it every hour you're going to feel amazing at the end of your day versus exhausted because you, you filled up the gas tank, checked the tires and the suspension throughout the day, so you're feeling good at the end of the day. You're able to drive. And you're going to be more productive. You're going to go, oh, I don't have the time. That's a BS story, right? So many people say they don't have the time. You've got 24 hours in a day. Time is the only thing equal to everybody on the planet Earth. The only thing. Everybody has 24 hours. So you can't say you don't have the time because there's people doing this and there's people not. But at the and end how of- people invest in the time is the it's a difference, isn't it, Luke? And yes. one of the things that you said is the way what makes you do this ritual, even though your why is part of the ritual, is really what drives you in, to start with. And um, in Patrick Kingdom, we talk about look, think about the why, and that in itself creates a fuel to do even five to seven minutes. If your why isn't clear, why you're doing it, what you want to get out of it. You want to get out of it your life. You want to get out of it your control over your life. You want to live an empowered life. You want to live a happy life. You want to love people and be valuable to them, not a burden to them. And these are huge whys. And maybe sometimes thinking about the why, we'll say, ah, okay, five, seven minutes for that why is not much. What is your why, Luke? Yeah, and and one other thing I want to add on rituals before we switch to my why is the, the, the other part of rituals that I think a lot of people are forgetting. We're seeing so many people using aids to go to sleep and they're having a hard time sleeping. Just like we shift up in the morning, we reset throughout the day. At the end of the day, it's very important to have a downshift as well. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it's, you know. We have like a night ritual. Stop, stop eating three hours before bed. Stop working two hours before bed. No screens one hour before bed. And journal journal and read mm-hmm. and then before i go to bed i'm a little greedy i lay down and i do my my one four two breathing with my eyes closed and think about everything i'm grateful for and i start my day in the powerful or i end my day in the powerful state i started it because your your mind remembers the beginning and the end and if you're always thinking about what you're grateful for and all the magic moments and celebrating the day you're building this bank of energy that's going to your cells as you're breathing and it's filling your body with gratitude. Mm-hmm. See, anybody can be grateful for the good times. Even when you have a bad day, you breathe and find the great, the, the well, way to be grateful on the tough days and the challenging moments. That's what really builds us into that person that's going to find the path to the kingdom. Yeah. That's what's going to make you a king or a queen. It's not going to be the money. That stuff will all be a byproduct of controlling, going, what are the few simple things we need to do day in and day out with it, with passion, excitement, and certainty? I call it PEC. You know, most people want to do different things every day. People that get to where they want to go, go, what are those three to five fundamental things that need to be done daily? And I'm going to do them with the same excitement every day. How do I show up with passion, excitement, and certainty and do what I need to do daily? And how do I do that? I remember who I am, what I'm about, what the vision is, and why it's important to me. I love what you said earlier that you all you need to do 
maybe uh, thinking about developing yourself into this complex uh, being that's able to manage businesses and entrepreneur and guide people through pain and laughter into higher and higher levels of living is, is a lot to take in. But yeah, maybe it's if you just worry about developing the habits and then let the habits develop you. And I, I love what you say. My favorite sleeps is when I go to sleep while I'm listing the things that I'm gratitude for, grateful for. I'm thankful for the mattress, for the temperature, for this, for that, for the cat, for anything. And then as I'm listing them, my brain is just slowing down. And then you go into land of sleep and wake up the next day really a kind of a different person, different body, different energy, completely. And you start the day the same way. You go, wow, I went to bed grateful. I woke up, I'm grateful. Wow, life is blessed. You created the cycle for yourself. Completely different energy, and it's and it and it's constantly training your brain for abundance, not scarcity. Yeah, scarcity is what makes us feel we're not enough. There's an abundance of in the world. There'll always be enough. You're more than enough. You are loved. We need to remind ourselves that daily. Some people say, "Well, that's so silly." Well, then don't do it and see how you feel. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't make the rules or the laws of the universe, but if you don't like them, I mean, you just got to find another planet or universe to live on, like Jim Rohn said, right? Yeah. Like, you know, there's some simple fundamentals we can't get away from. No matter how much we, our child, inner child wants to rebel against it and not, but if you don't do the homework, yeah, sometimes you're not going to learn. And it's, a, it's such a powerful thing that when we understand that these simple things can have such a huge impact on our life and the relationships that we have, and I've read a lot of self-help books and a lot of inspirational books, biographies. And I must say that people who live a successful life and are happy, because happiness is success, mm -hmm. but you also have that empowerment. It's like, I want this car. I want this life. I want this vacation. I want to create this space for myself and the people I love in happiness. These people spend a lot of time on a ritual, on daily habits that set them up to be that person who's able to create this and deal with the disappointments that sometimes come normally in life. But also we go back to the why. The why is, is the big thing. Why do I want to live happy? Why do I want more? Why do I want to live in passion and excitement? What's your why, Luke? My why is I wanna, I wanna be able to go to bed every night knowing I gave the day everything I had. I believe my life is about love and about leadership and about helping others find and believe in themselves to help people step into their greatness and step into their purpose, serve themselves, serve their family, serve their communities and serve the world. And that's what I wake up focusing on every day. And I want to provide, want I want to provide for my family. I want to give my daughters and my family opportunities. I want to let my parents and, and brothers and sisters and extended family know how much I love and care about them. And, and I want to, you know, keep them safe. I want them to know how much they're loved each and every day. And I think, you know, that's, that's a constant balance for a leader and achiever that we've all got to be aware of is looking at what are our values and what are our priorities and making sure that our schedule and our bank accounts match those. Because I, I really strive to be as congruent as possible. I'm, I'm, I'm a human, so I'm, I'm imperfect, right? Sometimes I got a great message, but it is an imperfect messenger. I'm not perfect. Nobody else out there is. It's the lowest standard available to the human on earth is perfection. It's about progress. It's about growth. It's about learning. And my why is I just want to lead with my heart and give of myself whatever those gifts are that God gave me and share them with others so that they believe in themselves, so that they step into their greatness, they step into their purpose. And we realize that what we get lasts a while, but what we give, that lasts forever. You know, it's not about acquiring or getting or achieving. And, you know, uh, part of my why is I want to look on whenever my final day is, I want to be able to reflect back and go, wow, what a ride. And know that I skidded in sideways or slightly out of control because I didn't hold back. I said what should be said. I was who I was. And I focused on being aware and continuing to step into it and grow, whether it was comfortable or uncomfortable. But the one thing I, I, I live with part of my why is I want everybody, you know, I, I want to live in a way that everybody goes, that guy cares. Yeah. That guy loves the people he knows and he loves the people he hasn't even met yet. He leads with love. And that's what I'm most proud of.
because I can control that consciously every day. And I believe that we're in a world right now that needs people to lead from their hearts, not their heads. Yes, the heads for input, but let's all commit to living from the heart. The heart is the output. That is the power. That is what brings a country and a world and a family together. And um, that's my why. That's a powerful why. That's a powerful why. That And it's beautiful because you've obviously, of course, thought about this a lot. And as you thought about it, it got you deeper and deeper and deeper. And I loved how you said it because in my mind, I was like, okay, this is all beautiful, but why? And then you said, at the end of my days, I want to look back and say, wow, I want to have lived. And that's a, that's a powerful why. It's, we only have such a temporary time on this planet. We either live it or survive it. And mm-hmm. it's really painful to survive it rather than live it. It's a painful painful life when your life is uh, governed by circumstance, by chance, or by what might happen right and left all the time. That is not a beautiful life to live. And, and sometimes, Jack, I hear people, they go, well, I don't know my why. Well, you're right. <laughs> if you tell yourself you don't know it, you don't know it. Here's the thing. Mine's got more passionate, more deep over the discovery and understanding that I'm just trying to understand why I'm here, why I do what I do, why I want to why I want to do what I do each day, what I believe my purpose is here. And see, that's a discovery. Nobody has the exact answer. My why is going to adjust and grow and evolve over time. So I want to encourage everybody out there, you know, even when I talked at the beginning about what are your four things, right? Who are you? What are you about? What is your vision? And why do you do what you do? Is some answer is better than no answer. The only wrong answer is to not answer it. Then, then we're very unclear. See, clarity is power that lets us know we're in the right place so we can figure out just what's the first step. That's always the hardest. We'll always figure out the second step. It's the first one. So know if, if this is new to you or you've heard what's your why before, you don't need to come up with anything fancy. Just know that you'll, you'll discover it. Just be on the path to discovery of understanding every day I get to know myself a little bit better. And the answers change over time. We evolve and update and grow over time. That's great that, advice. Let it grow. Don't be afraid to answer the question. Whatever you have right now is right. Don't let anybody make that decision for you because yeah. you get to decide who you are, what you're about, what your vision is, and why that's important to you. And I, I love this because my, the first time I had my life vision, I went through a process, Date with Destiny, with Tony Robbins, where we came up. It took me ages to come up with a vision because it had to be the, the one. And I must say, now working with my clients, that's what I, fi- I feel like they, they stopped by this. It has to be something big. It has to be the right answer first time. But not. Your why can be something little. Your who you are may be not very clear. And in fact, if you really want to live, you must have flexibility for these because without flexibility, you're not going to grow. And if your reasons don't grow, you don't grow yourself. It's, it's a beautiful advice. Thank you, Luke. Luke, <clears throat> I really appreciate your time. And for people who listen to you today and maybe are uh, interested in hearing more and following you, can you please share about what you're doing right now, how you're serving the world? How can people find you and come and benefit from what you share with them? Absolutely. Thank, thanks for asking, Jack. And number one, thank you for having me on. And I appreciate your heart and your soul and your energy and your intention of what you're putting out there into the world. And I'm honored that you asked me to be on. And thank you for having me. I, I love you and appreciate you. And uh, for anybody that if, if you loved what you heard today and you'd like to go deeper with me, number one is great thing is social media has a lot of free resources. I put out content every single day, whether it be on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, you can just search Luke L-U-K-E, Ren, W-R-E-N. Instagram is the one that I personally respond to my messages. So it's Luke underscore Ren on Instagram, but I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, all of those as well. For those of you that might want to go deeper and and have monthly coaching, I have, I'm going to give everybody 21 days free in my monthly coaching group that normally is $97 a month or $9.97 a year, but you can enjoy 21 days. Just get in there and and take a little extra motivation and guidance for 21 days. If you enjoy it, you can stay. And if not, just go ahead and cancel. Um, enjoy 21 days of motivation, guidance, perspective from me in there. And that's at LW, L is in Luke, W is in Ren, LWresults.com. And you can take advantage of your 21 days free there. Or if you go, hey, I just, I, I, I want to be, 
on the Q&As. I do Q&A in there live twice a week and bring in special guests every week as well. So if, if, if you want a conversation like this where you're with me live every single week, I do that twice a week in there. For those of you just go to the website, it tells you about it there. And if, and if there's some people on here that are going, hey, I want added accountability and want to go deeper, I have, a, I have a mastermind that I have that if you just go to lwmastermind.com, you can apply to be part of my mastermind if you really want to go deep, especially during these uncertain times and not only have the accountability of me, but some incredible peers as well. So, you know, whatever your level is, wherever you're at, I'd love to serve you in any way. So please don't be afraid to reach out, stay in touch. And most of all, you know, I want to remind you is you are enough, you are loved, and continue to be on the discovery of who you are. What are you about? What is your vision? Why is that important to you? So you can continually day after day, step into your greatness, step into your purpose, serve yourself, your family, your community, and the world because you need you and so do they. I love you all and thank you, Jack, so much for having me. I love this. I love this. The, I remember Tony once saying, the world doesn't need perfect leaders. The world needs authentic leaders. And today, you've shown that you have been authentic in every way there is. And one of the things I, I would love our listeners to pay attention to is in this short journey we've had together, what you've done is what you do in your life, knowing you before, you give first, and then you open the door to receive the thank you later. And as I think what, what defines a leader and what defines you, Luke, in particular, you give and give and give some more. That's very powerful about you. Thank you very much for your time, for honoring us with the, uh, with the amazing information that you've shared, the inspiration, the energy. I think sometimes the energy is worth a lot more than information, and you've given us both. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Jack. I appreciate you, and thank you all for listening. Have a good day, brother. And we'll have uh, your links, the uh, links that you mentioned, be yep. the podcast and in Facebook so that people can click on them and follow you. Have a great day. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jack. Thanks for having me. Everyone, until next episode, stay royal. Stay royal.